0: Everybody, this is Joshua Picklesheimer sports runner for the Bellringer Phoenix Media with another edition of the sports squad from Augusta University's Department of Communication and Bellringer Phoenix Media. Today, the sports squad will discuss the Augusta University men's and women's cross country teams, AU volleyball, and the Jaguar men's golf team joining the squad today are bell ringer sports editor carlos rodriguez as well as patrick motes and rachel garman so thank you for everybody for coming uh rachel especially you since you're new here uh I, I say that we go ahead and get it started with talking about cross country and y'all's uh meet that y'all just had this weekend uh the eye opener in spartanburg so carlos and patrick go ahead and talk to us about how y'all did as a team and uh everything that went on over the weekend
1: well um i guess we'll open up with the guys first mm-hmm. uh i would say it was was pretty solid race so we had a for those who weren't listening like last week or didn't catch that one so we raced against some pretty good division one teams we had uh clemson and Furman and liberty there who all have really respectable teams and the meet was very competitive uh fortunately we got we got blessed with some really nice weather and uh our guys were were clicking that day it was a lot of fun um it was good to get back out there again and I I I was just happy to just be racing again, and such a fun course and stuff like that too, because it was we hadn't been there in a couple of years too, so it was it was good to see it again.
2: Yeah, um, unfortunately I didn't race, so I mean that kind of stunt just like not being out there, but it was cool seeing them work together and stuff like that. They had a really good top five going, um, and I think that's what really helps out in the. Long run and stuff like that because the top five, you know, Avery James finished first on the team. Ran mm-hmm. twenty five twenty one. Patrick was right behind him twenty five twenty three. And then behind them, so uh, Avery finished what. um 22nd, Patrick 23rd, and then we had guys finish 26th, 27, 28. So that's a really good mm-hmm. top five um, being super close by, because that's what you need You know, when you want to score low and stuff like that. So those other three guys are Brandon Martin, Jordan Robertson, guys that we talked about that transfer mm-hmm. from Emmanuel. And then uh, Thomas Rashard was fifth on the team. And I thought he did really good for, you know, not, not many people know, but he got in a car accident the day before the race. So oh, I mean, wow. you know, to be able to still race and stuff like that, he wasn't unsure if he was going to race or not mm-hmm. the day before, just because, you know, his knee was sore and stuff. Um but I thought they did really well working together. We had a couple of freshmen that did really good. Um, sophomore Andrew Cole had a really good race, too, went sub-26 as well. So I thought it was a really good overall performance seeing them you know, work together. But like I said, not being able to race with them kind of stunned just because I, I knew I would have been able to work with them and stuff. But I think they really looked good out there.
1: Yeah, the course felt like it felt different than like when we had went there my freshman year. Uh, it felt faster. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just years of development. But it felt better too but it was fun it was like a good kind of fun like I think first races are always the best one especially just because they're a rust buster and there's really no pressure to take off and stuff like that
2: Hmm. yeah I would say I mean I feel like in years past like some of our season openers haven't been as fast as that like time wise like when we went there two years ago Kai and Hans were seniors and I think they might have ran like 25 40s 25 50s and we had five guys run faster than that so I mean Hmm. that just tells you you know how the team is progressing and stuff like that and how good of an opener it was for us and I also think that deals with the competition because we went there two years ago Kai, Kai won the race so I mean he didn't have nobody to chase mm-hmm. in front of him and stuff like that but this time you know having three D- Division One teams that beat us with uh, Liberty, Furman and Clemson I think it just made the race a little bit more competitive because two years ago we put seven guys <laughs> in the top ten and for the top ten you know they give out free t-shirts so we didn't have any guy in the top 10 this year so I just showed you how competitive the race got from Mm. you know two years ago to this year But half
1: that was just freshmen too yeah exactly yes I
2: mean Patrick was a freshman when when we uh, raced that two years ago so we had like four fresh three or four freshmen get top 10 that race so I mean this year was a different story we kind of knew that going into it too though seeing the competition and stuff like that but no I think overall it was a good race and I think it just Kind of prepares you for that next race because we know the next meet in um, Huntsville, Alabama, next Friday. It's going to be even a faster course. Um th- Division one competition again. You know you got All teams like Alabama, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Auburn. not Georgia, unfortunately. Like no, I said Georgia a couple weeks ago, I wish they were going to go, but they're not going anymore. Mm. But um yeah, no. So it'd be cool. I think even more faster times. I wouldn't be surprised if the guys are running a minute faster than they do than they did. um, You know, last week. So it would be cool to see that. But now even going to the girls though, the girls did good to I me and they placed eighth as a team. Um, you know Madison Kennedy was the first girl to cross the line and she she almost PR by a minute I saw her PR from last year in college obviously she ran faster than high school but last year she ran 2003 and mm-hmm. this race she ran 1911 so to do that you know offer where did she
1: run the 2003 at conference see so yeah was, and that and I feel like Spartanburg is just as bad as comparable to yeah. our conference course too so that's really good
2: yeah so I mean it just shows you like the progression I think the girls team they're really good one of their best season openers I mean yeah, they got eighth, but I still think they look really good. I mean, they had four girls go sub-20. You know, um, freshman Maria Beyond DeLillo ran 1926, so, you know, she was second on the team, and, you know, coming in, coming in as a freshman and being second on the team right off the rip, mm-hmm. she had a good time trial, too, a couple of weeks oh, ago, yeah. so, I mean, she's had a really good uh, good uh, start so far, and, um, you know, Grace Gallego, she didn't run at all cross yet last year, so this was her no. first cross race, so, I mean, that was a good race for her again, third in 1943, Caroline Pierce, 1959, and then... Riley Triplett was the fifth one in 2009. And Riley's a girl that could easily be the number one on the mm-hmm. team. So, yeah. I mean, sure. it just shows yeah. you that this team is, like, you know, very deep. And any given day, somebody could step up. And, and oh, that yeah. day it was Madison's day to step up. So, yeah. I mean, it's not saying that that's going to be the same. And same on the guy side. I feel like right. we're so interchangeable where I, that's a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna, it's not going to be the same person each time. So, that's a really good thing to have when multiple people can step up.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember talking to Coach after the race and stuff about the women's side because, uh, you know, we were warming up and, and kind of getting ready for our own thing too. And we, we were watching them when we could. Uh, and I was like, so how did the women do it? And, and he was kind of giving me the rundown. And And when he said, like, uh riley had gotten fifth i was like well is she good he was was like yeah she was just you know it's first race it's rust buster Mm -hmm. so you know that kind of stuff does happen and on the guys side too i thought our chemistry was really really good so because bringing in two transfers you know you bring someone bring two people into a team that that already knows has a formula a plan that we like to work with and then bringing them in it just it's felt really seamless so far and to just have them racing with us it was it was a lot of fun too i thought that they worked really well with us and Mm -hmm. like i'm really excited to see like how we all progress in the next two years together yeah Mm -hmm.
2: and even like going back to the girls side like another runner Cassie Lagan you know she finished sixth on the team and she got second at conference last year in cross country and Riley got fourth so you got two girls that finished fifth and sixth on this past meet and they got second and fourth they're all conference girls so I mean you know it's just like I said cool to see that the team is deep and i really mm-hmm. think that they're gonna have a good season It's a, re- it's a really good start mm-hmm. um so it'll be interesting to see how you know they progress and stuff like that because like i said being so interchangeable is a good thing you're, not, you're just not relying on the same person each time right. everybody wants to step up and i really like the way i saw that the girls were able to you know step up i feel like in years past it's kind of weird but like you weren't here for this but i feel like there was times where girls were like not want to push each other as much like they'd be like oh i mean she's in front of me like i'm not trying to beat her or anything like that I, yeah, I they're a little yeah. bit of a competitive no, it. where it's yeah. like if somebody's not having the greatest day you know try to pick up that slack and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I think that's what this team is doing and that's what's making them different from years past and I really think they're going to have a really good year and I think if they keep that same energy and same uh, mentality that they'll you know probably have one of their best uh conference finishes and you know hopefully regional finishes in the oh, past couple years absolutely
1: and with as young as they are too like just yeah seeing them step up like the way they did was really, really impressive. Like they've made leaps and bounds over the years, too. And it, it's good. Like, I know bergamy has got to be sitting there thinking, like, all right, cool stuff. Like, one of our older, more experienced girls, just because everybody's human, is having just kind of a day. That I know that we have three young girls that can step up and then a veteran in Caroline who will always provide good uh, depth. That, that's got to be comforting as a coach, especially mm-hmm. going into the, the season and into the postseason, too, when it gets real nitty gritty. Well, no, y'all, y'all were
0: talking about Riley. I remember last year because I was in Sportscom with her, with Bola, And uh, that was, I mean, that was her first semester here at AU. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was coming back into class. Like, she was always setting a PR every single week. And mm-hmm. I remember that at the conference last year when she got fourth, like that was her like her PR so I mean like you were saying like she got fifth but she progressed all last season so like I mean if she's starting off at fifth I think that's a great or fifth on y'all's team you know I think that's a great starting point and like you were saying like the leadership to how she's she's definitely the type of person to like pick others up and to push them to want to be better so i think that y'all's team is in a good spot i definitely think that the girls team is in a good spot too as well uh going down the stretch and getting into the season uh you're listening to the sports squad from uh, bell ringer phoenix media i think we'll switch it over to volleyball now rachel you know the team they just played in the bahama house labor day classic yeah it's a little bit of a mouthful a but, bit, uh, but. Uh, and uh you know they went one and three yeah. in daytona beach florida so uh T- talk to us about that and what uh what all you know about the, yeah about i the mean outing.
3: it didn't it didn't go you know it, it, they didn't win every match and that's expected that's normal they typically first two weekends you know are not always the the cleanest for them but i think now coming out of last season, they got seven new players, six of which are transfers, one freshman out of Lakeside. You know they're really focused more so now on building that family aspect and trying to figure each other out, figure out you know what works for the team, what doesn't, getting used to how each other plays, and really learning to trust each other. So I think that's that's kind of the focus right now. But you know they went down to Daytona Beach, like you said, they competed in, with Jury um, University first off. That was three zero. They did win that first one. It was it was a very close match, but they they were able to take that one but kind of fell off near the end I mean like we said it's 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 not about winning all of them right now but so Embry-Riddle University it was a lost one to three win get which is you know that that was the most highly anticipated game because mm-hmm. last last season they were number one seed of regionals AU was number two um so it, there's there's some competition there they it was a very close game AU won the first two sets 25 to 23 then kind of let it side last, or the second or the next two sets was 19-25, last one 11-15. So it was a very close game, I think, but Wingate is a a big team, a big program. Mm -hmm. So we we saw that coming. But then Emmanuel College was lost 0-3, which we didn't really expect. But, I mean, end of the tournament, you know, you're tired, you're you're ready to to go home. I mean, Daytona Beach is far. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that's expected. But I think this season overall for the team it's going to be really exciting really interesting we have a lot of new talent a lot of people from all over i mean you got i think it's three juco players three uh division one athletes coming into the team and then you got the freshman madeline klein mm-hmm. from lakeside i think lots of lots of new talent on the squad and lots of really exciting matches coming up i think next weekend they'll be an aiken for the pacer invitational and they'll play against North Greenville first which we're undefeated against which will be a really cool game to see and then we got Carson Newman University which they're a little bit more competitive a little bit harder um, for AU to to match up against but then Saturday you got lenoir Ryan University and then Belmont Abbey College Saturday uh, afternoon which again undefeated against so I think it'll be a really really interesting season but you know the thing about AU they progress great over the mm-hmm. over the season they they really get better get stronger as they you know get to figure out what works what doesn't you know Mm -hmm. the different moves to pull out and different things so I think it'll be a really really exciting season to to watch so
0: Uh, I I 100% agree I mean I think with I think we were talking about this beforehand but I mean when you're bringing in all these new players and you know I think like like coach said when she was on here but probably about a month ago I mean Mm -hmm. she has a player at every position there's so many new players you're trying to get all these new players I think it was seven total you're trying to get all the new players and all the Existing players previously to like kind of gel, and Mm -hmm. you're trying to get that pretty quickly. Because uh, you know so volleyball season, it starts quick. Right. You don't have it's not like basketball where you got like a couple months to you know bond. You it's not like uh, like uh, golf. Or I guess golf are you playing? But you know the spring sports where you got some time. Uh, and I know you know you see one and three over the weekend down in mm-hmm. Florida, and you're like, oh gosh, that's not that good. But I mean, I think that they it, it doesn't necessarily count as sure. much as like the regular season. So I think that's more like a, you're just trying to test, mm-hmm. feel out what you got, what you need to work on. So uh, I, I think that this this is a good learner. I, I am shocked about the Emmanuel College. Yeah. Thing. that that definitely oh three there is definitely shocking but I mean sure. like you said I mean you were there a couple of days you know you're just ready to get out of there at that point but uh, I'm, I don't think it's anything to worry about because mm. this team is loaded with yes. talent and when I tell you where they're loaded they are loaded yes so if you if you haven't watched them you definitely need to get out to Christian Berry and uh, watch them very soon because and you'll see Rachel there because she right. fil- she films the games <laughs> right. uh, you know you, uh, Carlos uh, I'd say we move on to men's golf uh, tell us a little bit about the the Marquette intercollegiate uh Thing that they just played out this past weekend
2: yeah so the the men's golf team finished uh 7 out of 12 teams uh as a team they shot 26 over uh ut chattanooga won the event as 11 over three shots ahead of california berkeley but yeah now the team they finished behind marquette um but they they did finish ahead of penn state nevada uc davis wisconsin and day and just kind of starting off like it's just funny this seeing that we're finishing the teams against like Penn State and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Seeing Augusta in front of a team like Penn State, Wisconsin, like these bigger schools, it's kind of cool to see that. Like, obviously, you know, you, you see those schools, that's a big 10 schools right there. So, I mean, it's cool to see that we're able to compete with these other programs that are, mm-hmm. are in, you know, have really big athletic departments. So, I thought that was pretty cool to, you know, that we're not just like at the bottom of the barrel. You know, we're beating, you know, other Power Five teams and stuff like that. So, I thought that was pretty cool. But, you know, just for the team overall, you know, um, star sophomore, you know, uh, Stephen Jacobs, who we had last year mm-hmm. come on. Uh, you know, he finished tied eighth, shooting one over par. Um, so I think he's going to have a really good season. I think that's somebody that the team's going to really rely on him. And uh, Ben Haynes, who was mm-hmm. also a really good freshman yep. last year. So I think those two will be the glue of the team just because they're one of the two youngest players on the team. And I think if they stay on this in this program, you know, they'll really develop and really um, – make this uh, program what it is but the team also did bring in some grad transfers they brought in Cole Stevens who's from Point University who finished tied s- or finished 16th um, they also brought in a transfer from Memphis uh, Ryan Vander Kliss so I think that's cool to have just some grad students to have some experience along mm-hmm. with these sophomores so I really think build the team overall just to have a little bit of experience a little bit of a youth but um I think that kind of blends in together well and you know kind of hopefully mentor them but also have a really great outcome um but like I said yeah Haynes and Jacobs I think will be that glue for the team hopefully they stay on the team because I feel like that's one thing that's been in common with the past you know guys leaving to go to bigger schools mm-hmm. um you know CJ Vake was a sophomore last year on the team and he just transferred to um University of Toledo so You know, hopefully just keeping guys in the program, I think, is what's going to really build this program. And like I said, I feel like guys like Stefan and um, Ben is guys that you really need to build around Mm -hmm. and kind of like just like I said, yeah, just build around them and hopefully keep them around just because I think that's going to be the success around the program and, you know, build the program Mm -hmm. for years to come.
0: Yeah, I, I think that with those two specifically, those two are you know, recruited by Payne. Those are his guys. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, he's got a little bit more pull on them to get him to stay. And like you were saying, like it's pretty, you were saying it was pretty cool to see AU finish above Penn State and Wisconsin, and all the yeah. other schools. It really is because I remember last year they were finishing, like when they were going and playing these tournaments in the early, early oh, fall, yeah. like they were getting 13th, 14th, which mm-hmm. is like last, second to last. So I think if you're starting at eighth, which is around middle of the pack, close to it, I think that's a great starting point compared to last year because it's like, you're not having to like get over that mental battle in your head because golf is a really big mental game because yeah. uh, my friend uh, Jack uh, Vajda who was on the team last mm-hmm. year said that that was a big thing for them as the mental side of golf so i think that uh, that that's probably good for them to start at this point earlier than last year so i think that 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 tournament in Marquette was a uh, pretty good stepping stone to go further into the season and use that as motivation uh going forward uh you're listening to the sports squad from uh bell arena phoenix media uh carlos another thing i wanted to ask you is uh the the schedule for men's basketball has recently come out you know it's a whole new team this year but i mean we, we won't talk about that uh but I, we can a little bit if you want. But uh, you, I just wanted to see if you wanted to talk about the new schedule that's coming up and anything that you're looking forward to for the team and circle some matchups that you think is going to be tough or uh, what we're looking at this season.
2: Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you know, they opened up the season with an exhibition game uh, against Georgia Southern October 20th. Um, it's a really cool game to open up with. Unfortunately, I won't, I won't be able to go to just because mm-hmm. it's the day before our conference meet. so I'm kind of bummed that the schedule for that day because um, I was very really looking forward to that. But uh, I think it's cool because, you know, David Vitti, you know, senior on the team who will get to go back to his old school where he transferred from. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool to, you know, he gets to play them. I kind of wish that they would have scheduled this last year because I wish I would have seen like Tyshawn Crawford, you know, be able to play mm-hmm. them because he was also from Georgia Southern. But uh, I think it was with those Division One teams that were kind of scared to play against, you know, the teams from last year and the year before that just because how dominant, you know, the, the team was the past couple years. And I feel like now that... You know, all those that senior class from last year is gone. It's like more like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll play we'll y'all down and stuff sure. like that. I guess Georgia Southern also does have a new coaching staff. They hired one of the Alabama assistants, so I think that he might be open more to that too. So, but no, I think it's cool that they'll get to play a Division one team. It's always cool when a D2 team can play against a Division one team, and we mm-hmm. haven't done that here in a bunch of years. I think the last time we did it was when they beat South Carolina back in 2018, so none of mm-hmm. us were students here, so I mean, that's kind of crazy to see that the last time we played a Division 1 opponent was that long ago, but no, that's cool to see that, Um but yeah uh, I'm excited to see some of the new guys on the team you know, they got that center transfer from St. Bonaventure, um, Max and Madison uh, you know, it's technically kind of going to be Tyshawn's replacement, so it would be kind of cool to see how he kind of fits into the team, uh, they got a couple of freshmen that are looking good, uh, some transfers as well um, I'm really excited to see how Chris Britt pants mm-hmm. out. You know, he, he had too. a really good yeah. freshman year last year. I mean, he's an undersized guard, but he doesn't play like it. You know, he plays uh, like he's been there before and stuff like that. So I really love his energy. So I'm excited to see him play, um, especially having a big – I think he's going to have a big year too. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect him to be in the star lineup just because, how you know, how physical and just energy he brings. Um, always excited to see Jaquez Kirby just because of his athleticism. I think, you know, as somebody that's mm-hmm. a fan favorite in Chris Philadelphia Fieldhouse mm-hmm. just because – He's the one that's going to throw down those crazy dunks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and get everybody hyped So, um, you know, hopefully, he has a healthy season because I know last year he kind of had some ankle injuries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, he there was times where he wasn't, you know, performing those highlight plays and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm excited to see how the team pans out and stuff like that. Because um, obviously, that's that's my favorite season, basketball season, mm-hmm. when it comes through. So, Me I'm always too. in the gym and stuff. So, um, I'm hoping to, for a good season. Uh, I'm ready to see matchups for them against Aiken because I think Aiken is probably going to come in as a favorite to win mm-hmm. the conference just because. You know they um made it to the regional final last year they beat us three times last year uh, i think they didn't really lose anybody i think they might have lost one guy that transferred to a division one school but they for the most part look like they're bringing back everybody so i think that'll be a challenge um but i'm ready to see how the team you know takes on the challenge of playing their first season without you know the fantastic four from last year
0: yeah what, what do you think about north georgia and north uh, georgia's
2: a good team too i mean because they, they brought back the pvc player of the yeah. year um <laughs> What's his name? Frank sorry, Champion. I, yeah, Frank okay, champion. I am trying to remember his name. Yeah. So I mean, they brought him back, and obviously, yeah, him and Tyshawn had a couple battles that were mm-hmm. good last year. Um, I think he'll be dominant. Uh, I still think USCA can probably be the favorite going okay. into it. With North Georgia probably second, I, I'd say, yeah, they probably put Augusta third, or I wouldn't be surprised if they, somebody votes him fourth for anything like mm-hmm. that. But I could see top three right now. Um, but hopefully, the, you know, they over exceed the expectations and stuff like that, and you know. Who, Who knows if they are able to compete with Aiken and stuff like that. I hope so. I honestly would love to see that just because, like I said, people are probably looking at this year being a rebuild year Mm -hmm. and not really expecting much out of Augusta. But it would be cool to see if they are able to, you know, bring home another conference championship. I would love to see that. Uh,
0: Everybody, I guess I would (laughs) love to see that too, I bet. All right, Patrick. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show here uh, with a little bit of the Braves talk. You know, I, mm-hmm. you got your Braves hat on, and yeah, I, I do. after the weekend that they just had, I can tell that you probably you probably want to you won't probably want to say a little bit about uh, about the team. So, uh yeah, I think we'll just we'll just limit it to the Dodgers series. How about yeah, that? yeah? We'll, right. we'll do that. Yeah, uh, Braves. You know, they played the Dodgers in mm-hmm. four ga- in a four game series yep. over the weekend. Uh, they, they beat them three games at, three to three, one three out of the four yeah. games. Uh, talk about how you feel right now as a Braves fan and what you saw that you liked over the weekend.
1: Oh, I I think as a Braves fan and the rest of Braves country is extremely happy right now. Oh, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> it was great to see that. Wow, that was that was phenomenal to see cuz there there was like two nights when we took the first two games, they were like I was like, "Oh, we're definitely going to lose this one. They mm-hmm. they they're, they're, they're going to lose it." And then they didn't. And then gosh, I don't even know. The the only the only tough thing is that they were like late games too. Mm-hmm. So you, had, yeah. you have to stay up to watch them but, oh yeah but I definitely enjoyed the matchup between
0: uh, Acuna and Betts because like we were talking about yeah. you know it was gonna I don't know if it was gonna be decided through the series cause I still don't think it has been but I think like no. people were getting so high on the Mookie Betts train for winning mm-hmm. the MVP and I feel like Acuna through the series kind of reminded people like hey I, I, I've been the front slam. runner for the MVP this entire year and I, I'm still that guy so, so what, don't he don't had, forget about me
1: yeah he had what a grand slam a grand, he hit three he, home runs yep. in
0: three games in the first three games 30-60 mm-hmm uh yeah, and then he hit that home run. That's the third hardest hit home run, like in the stat did catch Did you see there, that at, like, picture where rookie
1: was like he had that look, oh, on, that his stank that look on his face? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, you there know, was huh. also a picture that I saw where it
0: was Freddie. It was like the the cameraman oh. got the perfect shot of Freddie Freeman with a frown on his face, looking at uh, the ball. I like, go out yeah. of the ballpark Shaking while Acuna was like bat flipping. I loved that. Oh, yeah, that was personally. great. That was that was the
1: money shot right there. Mm-hmm.
0: It was. Um, I liked I liked our pitching matchups all around. You know, uh, the dog- even though we were up six, uh, even though. The Braves were up six runs a couple times in the series. Dodgers never really went away. You know, mm-hmm. you had Colton Wong hit a three-run bomb. You had Mookie Betts
1: oh, hit two bombs in the first was, game to keep was him what, in it Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, remember watching. I was like, yeah. he's going to hit a three-run yeah. moonshot. Mm-hmm. Boom, right field through. It, it was shot. definitely
0: one of those things where I was always stressed out that they were going to come back and win. But the Braves did what they were supposed to do and they shut the door. So they did, and and that was something I uh, I love to see because I think yeah. they were saying that we. Or the Braves hadn't went to Dodger Stadium and won a series there in like fourteen years. It's been a while. Yeah, and oh. I was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> the last yeah, time it yeah. happened. So it's been a while, Rachel. It's been it's a while. Been a a very, it's, been, it's been a very while. long time. It's been a while. So this, this is a great
1: time in Braves country. And we they did really well against uh, the Rockies too. Mm-hmm. So it was a great weekend all yeah, around. Good West Coast I'd, trip. Uh, it was like set eight and two,
0: seven and three, eight and two trip, seven and three, something like that cuz we we swept Maybe. the Rockies beat the Dodgers 3 times so that's 6 and then we beat or they beat the Giants twice is that 8 and 2 I think so it's 8 yeah, and 2 it's either 8 and 2 right. or 7 and 3 so I, that's a pretty that, it's that a pretty sounds good right. um, That's a pretty good trip if you ask me but um if you're listening to this and you think Mookie Betts is still the MVP I think you're I think you're dead wrong cuz uh, I think you need Acuna's to schedule a an appointment with your local league doctor as soon as you can 30 bombs 60 stolen bases no one's ever done that in the history of in Major League Baseball, and this is a sport that goes all the way back to the 1800s. So, yeah,
1: I, I think if if you think that Mookie is in the front running, I think you need to call your local doctor and schedule mm-hmm. an appointment right away because you're not you're not doing right. You need some help.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I liked how Spencer Strider. I feel like Spencer Strider's really solidified himself as the front runner uh, for the. And say Young either him yes. or Blake Snell at yes. this point. Zach Gallon has had Max Reed three threw an, an amazing oh, game. seven innings yes, of beautiful an amazing baseball. Game. Beautiful wow. baseball. Yes. You love oh, to Oh my goodness. That. It was wonderful to watch. Yeah, I mean I I liked it. Seeing that that cur, that curveball oh, which man. he which he uh, mirrors after Sandy Koufax curveball, who's yeah. a Dodger. So I mean he's he's oh, an yeah. LA kid. And yeah. so that's that that's the that's how he performed against his hometown team, and I'm really hoping that we sign him long term and he can be doing that for a lot more years. Because you're here. If not, then
1: I'm, I'm be gonna really go sad.
0: Cry a river. All right, but I mean, we're, we're the first team to ninety wins, first in our division, still holding that number one spot for uh, home field advantage that for three whoever, game win. Whoever was, has to play was, us that and was, NLDS, that was and LCS. in the NLDS, NLCS, so big money jackpot
1: right there for securing the number one spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and
0: we got we got one more month left of, of baseball, and yep. I'm just I'm just hoping that the Braves, you know, they're, they they just get to the finish line, they finish strong, they take their break and they don't get beat in the NLDS like like last year, and they got just yeah. – I don't even want to talk about what happened. I don't, happened want, with I don't the want to think about that. But, you know, I think that the this past weekend was a great uh, momentum booster, confidence yep. booster for them. Absolutely. And if they can just wipe out whatever happened last night with the Cardinals and just move Man, on. Man, that's
1: West Coast trip, unfortunately. Mike Soroka didn't pitch too well. Um, You know, it, it'll be all right. Yeah. I, I think they take the rest of the series, mm-hmm. just give them a night's rest. They put, They've been on the road for like what? Ten or twelve days, mm-hmm. it almost seemed mm-hmm. like give give him mm-hmm. a night. Yep, just you, you just got to give him a night. That's why. We and then drew, he, the, like at the, the end of the game, they started really picking it up too. So, mm-hmm. you know,
0: yeah, and Matt Olson hit a bomb, so now he's mm-hmm. at forty five. You know, Olson, he's only he, Riley he's only six he's only six away from tying Andrew Jones' record from us uh, in a Braves uniform. So he's he sitting right now in like home run lead. Is he, is uh, he's he still 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 he's still ahead. He's still ahead. Okay, Pete Alonso know. is uh, Pete Alonso is coming up quick though because I think he's at forty two now.
1: We don't like Pete Alonso. We don't
0: so. It's it's definitely uh, scary, but it's good. I, as a Braves fan, me personally, I am I am excited. I don't know how you couldn't be. I'll all right why well not either that's going to be it for today's show uh thank you for listening uh thanks to our panelists for being on our podcast carlos rodriguez patrick moats and rachel carmen special thanks to you rachel since this you. is your first one uh we'll be back soon with another episode uh the sports squad is a production of the bell ringer phoenix media the producer today was ethan balducci as always ethan thank you we appreciate it uh the opinions here are state the opinions that are stated here are those of the individuals and not augusta university you can find us at aubellringer.com on the augusta press website on spotify and on social media so so please send your comments to Bioring Production at gmail.com. Have a great day and listen again soon. This is Joshua Picklesheimer saying so long. We're out.